Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. Welcome to the Jennifer LeClaire Show. I'm interviewing some awesome guests and sharing personal insights along the way to stir your faith. Hope you enjoy it. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Jennifer LeClaire here. You can see in the spirit. I want to invite you to take the Seer Activation Challenge. 30 days to clearer spiritual sight. I'm going to be on board doing Seer Activations with you, guiding you through biblical entryways and much, much more. You can opt to take the Seer Activation Challenge at tinyurl.com slash seeractivation tinyurl.com slash seer activation. You can also opt to get these three books, Seer Dimensions. You can get Power Seers. This just came out. Keys to upgrading your prophetic vision. And you can get Seer Activations with 101 Seer Activations and a whole lot more teaching. I want to challenge you to see what you've never seen before. God wants you to be able to see in the spirit. Open your eyes to the Seer Dimensions in Jesus' name. there in social media land. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer. I'm in Fort Lauderdale, Florida and other parts of the world. I am the founder of the Ignite Apostolic Prophetic Network and today I am your teacher of a subject that I'm seeing in the body of Christ. Now, I discern things, I see things, but people also come to me and tell me things. If you saw the volume of email that our ministry gets on a daily basis, email, social media, Instagram comments, quotes, messages. Across the board, what I'm seeing is people are suffering. People are hurting. People are in warfare. And when you go through long, long seasons of warfare, sometimes you get paranoid. So I'm seeing this spirit of paranoia, this 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 sweeping spirit of paranoia that's attacking a lot of people 
in the body of Christ. I first began to prophesy about this and shed light on this on my morning prayer call. If you've not been on that, you need to get saved. I'm just kidding. If you've not been on that, get on that or watch the replay. We do this morning prayer call over five years now, every morning at 6 a.m. Eastern time in the U.S. If you're in the other part of the world, it'll be a different time for you. It's on Facebook right here, Periscope, and on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash JN LeClaire. Now, that said, I've given you context to give you the background. I've seen a spirit of paranoia attacking many people in the body of Christ. It's roaming about like an anxious lion, seek, seeking someone to freak out, seeking someone to make them feel like they're losing their mind, seeking to make someone feel like they just don't know who to trust. Now, many years ago, I wrote an article, When You Can't Trust Anyone Around You. Go read that or send me an email. I'll tell you the first first 10 people that will send me an email, I'll send you that article. Uh, you can also just Google it. Amen. But if you can't find it, the first 10 people, I'll send you that article. Listen, uh, par paranoia, this is making people feel like they're being persecuted. It's bringing double-mindedness. Paranoia is actually... Uh, related to schizophrenia, schizophrenia related to double-mindedness. So all of these things, it's, it's this attack just to bring utter confusion and, and, and isolation and, and loneliness and, and just, well, paranoia to the body of Christ. So let's define this. Let's define this. Paranoia is a tendency on the part of an individual or group. We've seen whole paranoid apostolic networks out there, haven't we? They think everybody's against them, right? A tendency on the part of an individual or a group toward excessive or irrational suspiciousness and distrustfulness of others. That's the definition. Let me read it again. A tendency. So this is a tendency. Paranoia is a tendency on the part of an individual. You've probably all had paranoid friends, right? Right? You've seen this, right? But this is, I'm telling you, this is an attack right now. This is something that's going on with more people right now. So I, I, it's just like a new strategy. Well, I shouldn't say it's new. But it's a strategy the enemy is using against people that were otherwise stable. All of a sudden, they're getting hit with paranoia. Listen, a tendency on the part of an individual or group toward excessive or irrational suspiciousness or distrustfulness of others. Now, hear me. Suspiciousness blocks discernment. You can't be suspicious and discerning at the same time. You have to pick. Suspicion comes from the soul. Discernment comes from the spirit. I want to discern. If someone's going to betray me, I want to discern. I want to know so I can protect myself. I can pray. I can guard myself to the degree that I can. But I don't want to be suspicious. I don't want to flow in suspicious and distrust. I want to operate in discernment. So do you. Paranoia can follow an attack from the spirit of betrayal. And remember, I prophesied and taught on this season of betrayal. If you did not see that, you're going to have to go to my YouTube channel. But I prophesied about that we're in a season of betrayal. So what follows that? After multiple betrayals, multiple stabbings, multiple breaking of trust, breaking of covenants, what follows that? Not always, but many times is the spirit of paranoia. When your trust is broken over and over again, you become many times paranoid over being hurt. You put up walls, brick by brick, to block people out, to isolate yourself in so that you don't get hurt or betrayed again. Paranoia is an attack against your mind. 
Paranoia has a loud, fearful voice that's hard to shut out once you let it in. So don't let it in. So how do you know if this is attacking you? It's a spirit. It's a spirit. There's a spirit of fear. It's a spirit of paranoia. There's all kinds of spirits in the spirit realm that are not named in the Bible. It's a voice. It's a voice. It's a spirit with a voice, and it's paranoia. So how do you tell? Number one, you feel like everyone is out to get you, and you can't trust anyone around you. Maybe, sure, maybe there's one or two people that you feel you can trust. Maybe there's some people in your life that they're they're, they're just solid. You know that you know that you know that they are not going to hurt you, not going to betray you. They've got your back. You've been through hell and high water with them, and you've survived. Maybe you have two or three of those. If you do, you're blessed. But many times when you get attacked by the spirit of paranoia, you even begin to question those ones who have been absolutely loyal to you for many, many years because it's a spirit and spirits are unreasonable. Listen, whenever I, this is what I teach, whenever something is absolutely unreasonable, many times there's a spirit behind it. When people just act absolutely irrationally, yeah, it can be their emotions. It can be, but many times there's a spirit provoking them into this emotional frenzy. Many times when people betray you, it's motivated by a spirit. And so we've talked about these things. Not everything's a spirit. Not everything's a demon. There's not a devil behind every doorknob, but sometimes there's two or three beside behind one doorknob. So when you begin to feel like everyone is out to get you and you can't trust anyone around you, there's something wrong there. there it, it, it's, it's very unlikely that everyone around you can't be trusted. It's, it's understandable that you would feel that way. But if you're feeling that way... Start to break and bind these voices that are telling you that so that you can discern rightly. Yes, there's probably some you can't trust, but there are some that you can. And if there's not, you need to build relationship and get in a good church and build build that family. Number two, number two, you tap into conspiracy-like theories about what people around you are doing or hiding from you. Listen, not every conspiracy is a theory. We see throughout the Bible, Absalom conspired to take David's kingdom. And we see over and over in the Bible, there are true conspiracies. There were true plots and plans to take people down. We know that not every conspiracy is just a theory. Some conspiracies are true. But when you begin to really have these elaborate plans in your mind about how this one must have gone to this one and then they must have gone to that one and everybody on Facebook is suddenly talking about you and oh, well, you may be getting attacked by a spirit of paranoia. Yes, some people do conspire against you, but (laughs) we have to not jump to that conclusion. When we skip ahead 10 steps and we automatically assume that this person suddenly who's been loyal, who we've been walking with, uh, this coworker who we've been friendly with, we've eaten lunch with them, uh, when we finally decide or suddenly decide that everyone's against us and they're now conspiring to this master grand plot and everybody's involved, that's paranoia. That's not just a concern or just a worry. That is paranoia. And I'm seeing this. You should see, listen, you should see some of the emails that we get where people think I'm blocking them from Facebook. And it's like, oh boy, I didn't block anybody. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Oh, I, no, it's, 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 it's a spirit of paranoia or a spirit of rejection or, 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 or whatever. But many times people who are very hurt and wounded begin begin to think that everybody's out to get them. Now, 
David, by the way, didn't spend the rest of his life waiting for the next conspiracy against him just because Saul conspired against him and just because Absalom conspired against him and just because his friend who lifted up his heel against him in Psalm 55. We understand and know that David was able to get past it. And even though you're hurt and wounded and betrayed, abandoned, whatever it is, you're not a victim and you are not always on the wrong end of the stick. This is a lie of the enemy. This is what paranoia tells you. Number three. Number three, you can't focus on tasks at hand because of the paranoid thoughts. Have you ever been in a situation where you just, you just can't get your mind off something? With paranoia, you can't get your mind off the fear of what will happen next. Paranoia sort of wraps up anxiousness. It, it, it's like anxiety on steroids, essentially. So it's connected to fear. It's connected to anxiety. It's connected to dread. That is when this prophetic utterance began to come out of my mouth was when I was praying, shed the dread on the prayer call. Mm, I want to say it was last week. I kept, you know, the Lord was saying, shed the dread. Dread is dead. Shed the dread. And yeah, it's cute. It rhymes. But it's a reality in life that we have to shed dread. And paranoia, it, it's like a progressive state. You have dread. You have fear. You have anxiety. These are all cousins in the spirit. And then you have paranoia, which just it's like anxiety on steroids. You're just, just, just expecting the worst, and you can't get your mind off of it. You, you, your, your thoughts are just overwhelmed with it. And you know what? I know what it's like to have so many thoughts come so fast that you almost can't cast them down as fast as they come. And you feel like you're just sinking, sinking, sinking because the thoughts have come, bam, 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 like a machine gun. And it's almost like you just can't grab hold of them fast enough and cast them down. You know, Second Corinthians 10 and 5 says to cast down vain imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, taking every thought obedient and captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. So we're supposed to take these paranoid thoughts captive but many times when we've been through a, and I have to say this, an extended season of warfare, a long season of dealing with a health issue or a long season of, of, of getting fired from this job and that job and this job, and maybe you were set up and betrayed and, and maybe the company went under, I don't know. But when you've had a long period where you just can't seem to get anything going in the right direction, this is many times when the spirit of paranoia creeps in. Number four, you start withdrawing you start abruptly withdrawing from people to protect yourself because you feel like you have to protect yourself. So you begin just, uh, you don't return phone calls. You don't want to go to church. You know what? I had a really bad week last week. It was rough. I mean, all hell was breaking loose against me. Everything that could go wrong was going wrong. It was clearly a coordinated attack from the enemy. Did I get paranoid? No. What did I do? I went into the corporate anointing. Some of you have to understand, and I'm probably getting ahead of myself, but somebody needs to hear this right now. When you, when you're, when you're feeling the need to protect yourself, you don't want, you don't need to protect yourself from your own church. And if you do, then you shouldn't be going to church there. When we got into the corporate anointing on Sunday at Awakening House of Prayer, and you can go watch this online at ahop.online, you know, the first service, the worship was just that last song. It just broke something open. And then that next service, the second service, it was just a healing anointing that manifested. I don't, all kind of people got healed of all kinds of things. And so, but that corporate anointing broke. The warfare, the mind traffic, all of the things that were coming against me. I fought all week, pressed through all week, but it was in that corporate anointing that everybody just got completely 
overwhelmed in the presence of God. And you can be overwhelmed in the presence of the enemy or overwhelmed in the presence of God. And you have to decide, what are you going to let overwhelm you? <laughs> what are you going to let overshadow you? What are you going to let overtake you? I want the blessings of God to chase me down and overtake me. I want the presence of God to overwhelm me. Okay, so, you know, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. Don't not go to church. Don't isolate yourself from people who love you. But I'm paranoid. I feel like they're against me. Well, then go to another church and get in their corporate anointing. But don't sit in your house and let the devil beat you up and beat you down. All right? You're hiding in your cave. I understand the need, the feeling of the need to protect yourself, to guard yourself. There's a certain measure of that that's healthy. You don't want to deal with all kind of, you know, verbal attacks from somebody before you have to go to work and you're all scattered and upset before you go to work. So maybe you guard yourself from someone that's living in your house. You emotionally distance yourself if they're in a season of just where they're just ranting and raving. Maybe you take precautions. But you know what? Ultimately, that's okay. But ultimately, we have to trust the Lord to protect us or to give us the strategy that protects us. And maybe that does mean disconnecting from certain people, maybe protecting and guarding ourselves. Maybe his strategy is to disconnect or distance ourselves or change to another church or make some new friends. I don't know, but he is the one who is our protector. When we try to protect ourselves, then we are getting into idolatry because everything we need and everything we receive and everything we should want should come from him. So yes, his strategy, and if that means dis disconnecting, yes. But go to church, people, and go watch that on ahop.online. It was called, um, what did I call the... Uh, the sur Oh, it's about the victim mentality. It was about the victim mentality. you got to go watch that. Now, number five. And this may be all that we have time for today, and we can pick this up tomorrow in uh, the next day. Here's one. This is a big one. This is a great one to to, uh, to end with, and I really want to pray for you. I'm going to talk more about this tomorrow, and then we're going to talk about more strategies to, to combat these kinds of paranoid thoughts. I gave you some already. Number five, you stalk people on social media to see what they're saying about you. You stalk them on social media. You go there over and over and over and over. You check it five times a day. You go on their Instagram. You go on their Facebook. You go on their Periscope. You listen to their messages and you're hearing things that they're saying and you're interpreting it as a thing about you. And it's not about you. And if it is, you know, I look at there, there is a lot of junk out there on social media and sometimes people do target people and I've seen it and it's wicked. There is a young prophet in the Northeast that is just turned absolutely bitter and false and he's just, he's just off the charts and you can, you can see it. And I don't go look, but people send me stuff. By the way, guys, stop sending me stuff. I don't want to see it. But if you're stalking social media, if you're stalking these people because you think, oh, this is about me, oh, this is about me, oh, this is about me. <laughs> There's this warlock, and my staff tells me he sent a message, uh, his prophet so-and-so, I can't even remember his name, and he was sure that my videos on warlocks and false prophets were about him. He said, I know you saw my article, and this was written about me, and that was written about me, and I know that, I think CBN quoted me, uh, Christian Post, I think it was CBN, quoted me in an article, but they quoted... Uh, from an article that I'd written maybe a year ago. So they never spoke to me. They didn't ask my permission. They don't need to. Um, it's just out there. It's free domain. But they, this guy contacts through every channel. I'm, I'm told he's contacted through four or five channels. And he says, I know you're talking about me. 
So why don't we get on a Facebook Live and hash this out and, and talk? No, look, I'm not inviting a warlock on my Facebook Live, okay? Prophet so-and-so, I don't know who you are. Never heard of you before. I didn't even read the article that I was quoted in. I'm too busy. I don't care. Amen. I'm not, I'm not, not about you, but see, paranoia, paranoia or puffed upness, <laughs> but that wasn't about him. That wasn't about him. And so you, you go on social media and you're stalking, looking and everything you interpret it as being about you. That's a sign that you're paranoid. Now, listen, I want to share more of this tomorrow. I've got to catch up, literally got to catch a plan. I got to leave here in 13 minutes <laughs> to catch a plane, but I want to pray for you. I want to remind you that the school of the apostles, you want to learn the fundamentals of moving in an apostolic anointing. Listen, you don't have to be an apostle to move in an apostolic anointing. You can receive that anointing from the Lord, the fully equipped believer as an apostolic anointing, a prophetic anointing, pastoral teaching, and evangelistic anointing. Doesn't make you an apostle, but God needs the apostolic to rise in this hour. He's waiting on us. We need the apostolic. It's been sore, ignored, even in our circles. We know that we understand this, but so much of the body of Christ doesn't get it. Go to schoolthespirit.tv. Take this course. Amen. It's starting soon. Awakening School of Ministry. These classes are for people who don't have time to go to seminary, but you want to get the building blocks, the foundations on how to deal with issues in ministry. We're going to talk about finding your purpose. The first week starts in May. We're going to talk about how to take up an offering. We're going to talk about how to build an intercessory prayer team. How about this? Dealing with insomnia, God's way. So health issues as well. You're going to want to go to ahopu.org and see about that. That starts in May. Dr. Cindy Trim going to be with us in May as well. Go to jenniferleclair.eventbrite.com. Look, there's so much there for you on jenniferleclair.eventbrite.com. London, I'm coming your way. I'll be there doing a school of the prophets and seers. That's on Eventbrite, doing prayer meetings, watchman training, going in and out of London. Get on board. If you're in the UK, come out and see me, would you please? Amen. If you want to sow into this, you can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash now let me pray. Father, I thank you for your anointing that breaks the yoke of paranoia. I break the powers and I silence and mute the voice of the spirit called paranoia. God, we commit even now to trusting in you. We're not going to listen to all the voices in the spirit. They all have significance. They all have something to say. They all have an agenda. We will listen to your still small voice. God, show us if there be anything in us it, by which we've uh, fallen or succumbed to the spirit of paranoia where we're pushing people away that we should be embracing. God, would you help us today to understand that not everybody's against us and even if our mother and our father forsake us like David said in the psalm, you are still with us and you are enough. So Father, bring people around us who can stand with us and really support us and, and not betray us. And Lord, help us to, even when they do not support us and don't betray us, God, help us Lord to forgive them even if they knew what they were doing. We forgive all those who hurt us now. We shut the door on the spirit of paranoia in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Listen, I'll be back with you soon. I'm on my way to Charlotte, North Carolina. Awakening House of Prayer. See you later. Bless you. Thanks for listening to this podcast. You can visit me online at jenniferleclair.org or sow into Operation Liberation, our missions arm at jenniferleclair.org slash missions. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. 
If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.